gentlemen, welcome to the D-Rich Show, where we talk anything and everything crypto. Now, here's your host, D-Rich. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the D-Rich Show. Today is June 2nd, 2021. Happy hum day, folks. I hope that you are having a, a good week so far. We're midweek, and I just hope that this video reaches you in good health, good spirits, and good energy. And again, I want to make sure that I acknowledge all the, the uh, new subscribers to the channel. Thank you guys so much for hitting the subscribe button. And um, I want to also make sure that I acknowledge the uh, subscribers who have that have been here on the journey um, f since I've begun um, the YouTube channel, but uh, most definitely um, those have come along the way. Thank you as well because you guys continue to um, inspire me to make sure that I put out um, quality content or good content um, where you guys are continuing to view um, the video. So again, I want to make sure that you guys are um, well acknowledged. Um, today, guys, on today's video, it's not going to be a long video. Um, but you know, I want to make sure that we put out some things that, um, I was, uh, made aware of, uh, yesterday. I want to make sure that a wash, thank you again for putting me on something that was, uh, connected to, um, DAG. Uh, we want to want to go over that today. Um, we're also going to go over the protocol upgrade for the stellar networks and, um, talk about a little, uh, about the basil uh, network again um, is your bank basil compliant and then also we're going to talk about the uh, global DeFi summit um, that i mentioned to you a couple weeks ago as far as uh, what is happening and transpiring in the month of june as we know that J month of june is uh, typically a hot month and um, so far we're um, getting to there um, since we started to see a little change and fluctuation in the market as it turns a little bit green as the um, total market cap uh, for crypto is 1.7 uh, trillion. Okay, it's a 5% increase over the last day. We got Bitcoin trading at uh, uh, dominance is at 41.6% while Ethereum is at 18.7. And again, both of those guys are gonna have to give up some of the, the share of that market cap eventually as we start getting uh, liquidity in the market. Bitcoin is 37868 uh, US dollars and Ethereum is at $2,756.79 almost 8% up in the last 24 hours and then you got BNB Binance coin at number three there up 16.6% .6 um, at um, $409.38 and then we got Cardano at $1.78 up over three percent and then you got dogecoin leading the market again um, at uh, this pace 24 percent almost 25 percent in the last 24 hours and then you got uh, it trading at almost 41 cents so again it went up from that uh, support line 29 30 31 cents and uh, you know i don't think anything um, elon musk said about dogecoin um, this time around to make it go up but as we know when anytime coinbase lists a new asset then you would know that that coin will uh, most definitely appreciate in value um, as a brand new listing um, but 
we do know that there is uh, pros and cons to that as we know that uh, you know we'll get to the um, ICP about that later but XRP is at a dollar oh three still in the green um, over the last 24 hours polka dot is at 26.19 and you can still get that XRP at a dollar oh three by the way um, again right now it's in an accumulation phase so if you guys are brand new to XRP very good opportunity at a dollar you could dollar cost average if it goes under a dollar again um, you know we're not gonna see these prices much longer folks I'm just going to tell you that right now um, because I'm ultra um, excited about the month of June and I'll tell you why you know again this year um, this month is my birthday month and I did promise that I would retire before I was going to turn 45 um, R45 I'm still 45 I still have 21 days left before I retire I've been doing work projects here and there but again I'm still on pace without any question polka dot 2620 USDC is still um, in the top 10 as it got pushed down a little bit as we've seen some um, momentum uh, with the other assets above it then you know what Uniswap is uh, running out the top 10 at 28.15 um, up almost 6% and again ICP was listed on Coinbase and guess what it took crap on every single person so if you guys are into that okay cool I mean I know it does it it has the infinity loop okay um, if it goes a little bit lower maybe I'll take a hack at it but you know I'm not going to um, bat an eye at this moment okay I'm gonna keep my eyes peeled on some other stuff and I'll be talking about that other stuff today uh, but anyway you look at the market um, continue to get uh, familiar with it learn some of the uh, different assets um, and how uh, you could get take a position that will most definitely uh, benefit you this KSM Wow just took off so um, anyway um, you know it's, like I said it's green in the market we're starting to turn uh, the tide again today and we'll be talking about ripple take uh, turning the tide as well uh, later here in the video so anyway guys do your due diligence continue to um, accumulate acquire but again do not you know break yourself to the point where you can't take care of everything else around you um, that's important that's a necessity okay we may want and desire all the cryptocurrency that we want um, but we have to make sure that we're, we're responsible um, in, in in our decision making when it comes to taking um, the steps necessary to um, purchase when that's when when we can okay um, if you're fortunate to do it consistently, um, you know, cool by that. Um, but again, um, what I like to do is I like to trade within the system that is available to me. So I don't have to really come out of pocket. There's other means of trading. <clears throat> I like to options trade, scalp <clears throat> from the traditional markets, and then use that fiat currency to come and transfer it over to uh, some of the assets that I want. So anyway, guys, I wanted to make sure that I reminded you all um, about the uh, Global DeFi Summit, okay, which is coming up uh, rather quickly, June 24th. My computer is actually acting really, really slow today. So, um, you know, I'm going to have to take one of my kids' advice as far as getting a new um, computer. Um, here we go. Thank you. Uh, June 24th, 2021 at 8 p.m. And that's Pacific Standard Time here in uh, California for me <clears throat> on the West Coast and then the Global DeFi 
network where you learn about decentralized finance and the future of financial markets. And again, you can go over this. I'll leave it in the description. You're going to re register absolutely for free. I've already registered, so um, I will have a position here. I will be taking notes um, for this event. And I recommend um, that all of you do the same thing because what happens is you get more information, more insight um, available to you. So when you go ahead and um, try to regurgitate that information back to your peers, um, you sound like you know what you're talking about and you've been um, educated to a point where you know you can actually um, talk with you know common sense <clears throat> easy for people to understand uh, what you're talking about when it comes to uh, cryptocurrencies and how to get them involved um, because right now we're going through a transition phase um, folks are excited about cryptocurrencies um, more so about dogecoin um, just wait till the floodgates open to um, other cryptocurrencies besides Dogecoin um, and, and and we'll see what happens but again um, as the people who have come um, in this space and has been in this space for a while now um, I think it's our um, responsibility to continue to talk to folks every single day um, up to 10 people about cryptocurrency um, to try to get them involved uh, to break the ice start the conversation um, to get them thinking about it. Some will, some won't, so what? But again, tomorrow, you'll still have another 10 folks to look forward to talking to when it comes to cryptocurrencies and getting them involved. Make sure you guys have your uh, links and everything, your QR codes um, available. Um, I do believe there is a new app that, that I was introduced to. Um, I'll tell you what it is right here that you can actually um, have all of your QR codes um, attached to uh, one thing. Let me go ahead and, it's the dot cards, okay? Dot card slash user, okay? Um, it's dot, um, you can create your um, dot profile where you have all your <clears throat> platforms. So if you're a content creator like myself or whatever, <clears throat> excuse me, you can actually um, have them scan their QR code and um, you'll be able to um, transfer that stuff easily. Kind of like a mobile, like a mobile business card, if you want to call it that. But anyway, folks, I want to get into um, this. I don't want to waste too much more time. <clears throat> um, as you recall, on Monday, we talked about the DAG network. Okay. And um, this is also um, part of that network, which is Lattice Exchange at Lattice.Exchange, which is the LTX token. And I want to make sure that I acknowledge um, AWASH for this, for um, sending me the information to um, <clears throat> piggyback on the um, DAG network. So this is important for me to add it to um, the content and um, make sure that I, um, I guess you want to call it circle back to it. Uh, <laughs> um, the cross board, the crossroad of the decentralized finance and trading <clears throat> thing. Lattice Exchange is an AMM based DEX, which is the de decentralized exchange that supports seamless cross chain swaps and multitude of DeFi applications by utilizing the constellations hypergraph with a near zero fee, horizontally scalable for decentralized network. And again, it is 
uh, powered by Constellation. And here you go, you got some wallets, you can add my number to that. I will be taking a position in this at 40 cents. You got the circulating supply and then you also got a 12 uh, billion dollar market, um, 12 million dollar market cap. And about Lattice Exchange, Lattice Exchange is the evolution of existing decentralized finance solutions that offer near zero swap fees while enable lean cross-chain multi-asset support with institutional grade trading tools. And the platform is a gateway to unlock only digital asset services by combining uh, the future of traditional equities and modern cryptocurrencies with speed, security, and cost savings at the forefront. And through the integration of various partners and services, Lattice is a one-step or one-stop shop for all activities related to DeFi and hodlers of the LTX token, um, which is the Lattice Exchange token, can participate in the platform in multiple ways while taking part in the growth of the platform via free sharing model. And here's the free sharing model. You got um, the AMM decks, the launchpad, the yield farming, lending, buy LTX with fiat, academy, governance, and analytics. And then here's the May through June of 2021 robot. And again, you're going to add this to another uh, part of the month with their launchpad phase one release and platform redesign. So again, guys, there's a lot of things going on um, in the month of June. You got the KYC portal and lending, which is fair, transparent and egalitarian funded. Okay. And here's your team. Uh, for uh, Lattice, okay, and then you can look at some of the partnerships there and then also read about some of their latest news um, as you have some spare time to go check some of the other information out. And again, guys, um, I do believe there is a, a white paper. Yep, um, download that white paper. I'm going to take a little bit more time to do that and I will be, be reporting back on this white paper. And folks, when you are investing in cryptocurrencies, I would uh, highly um, suggest reading the white paper. I mean, it provides a lot of insight and information um, regarding um, the platform, um, the cryptocurrency, what is designed to do, um, so you can make a better decision when you're invested in these things. Um, but some of the cryptocurrencies, you kind of already know if you see some things, um, how um, you want to try to jump on it um, before there's any um, news. Sometimes a lot of people want to know the partnerships. Sometimes they want to know who's their connections. Folks, we might not never know some of the partnerships and connections um, until um, the last minute. You know, you have every um, opportunity to speculate. You have every opportunity to kind of read into some news, um, you know, and um, assume sometimes we do need to assume um, because at the end of the day if um, you're lagging um, and you know you're not really taking a chance of all right well this makes sense or that makes sense and you just missed the boat on it um, there's not going to be too many boat more boats after that if you keep missing boats um, so what I'm suggesting is that you um, look at things uh, when people um, present them to you and you come to your own choices. It's just like I got this LTX presented to me um, after talking about the DAG network and things like that. And this looks like it's a little bit promising. So I'm going to do a little bit more research into that and provide some more 
information back to you folks as you guys continue to watch the videos. Um, anyway, um, this is coming from Stellar.org. Um, the Protocol 17 upgrade is now complete, which we also talked about um, yesterday. Um, June 1st, um, the Stellar Public Network successfully upgraded to the Protocol 17 network. Protocol 17 introduces a new feature, Asset Clawback, that is designed to allow businesses issuing regulated financial instruments such as money market funds, bonds, and equities to comply with the regulatory requirements by demonstrating the ability to revoke assets in certain situations. And Clawback doesn't exist or affect existing assets, balances, or accounts. Rather, it opens up new possibilities for issuing regulated assets on the Stellar network. And for more information, you can see the Protocol 17 improvements right here. Just go ahead and click that um, blog post for the developer doc documentation and the network upgrade to the Protocol 17 required for uh, the ascent of validators um, who vote for and agree to a new protocol version, just like they vote for and agree to apply transaction sets to the ledger. And if you're interested in participating in future votes, you can run your own validating node, no permission required. For more on the network of governance, you can see the upgrading the network doc right here as you cl click that. And it also takes a lot of coordination to pull off a major protocol change. And they also appreciate the diligence, patience, and everyone's effort in the ecosystem um, put in to prepare for the upgrade um, and if you haven't already we encourage you to sign up for the updates on your status page and to make sure you're aware of the network incidents and scheduled maintenances and if uh, you're getting errors um, if you haven't upgraded your stellar related software you may encounter errors if and when you uh, when your integration encounters one of the new clawback flags or operations and if that's happening to you, simply install the software that supports Protocol 17. It's quick and easy. And once you do, you should be back up and running in no time. And for links to relevant releases, see their Protocol 17 upgrade guide. And as always, um, they are very cautious with network upgrades. And they put a great deal of effort into making sure their ecosystem is informed well in advance. And this upgrade is catching you by surprise. Um, please let us know and you can email them directly, justin at stellar.org. So folks, you got uh, some upgrades there to the Stellar network, which is good. It looks promising um, and it was successful. So um, I'm not sure if there's going to be any, um, you know, things with the software on your ledger devices or your um, Trezor devices or whatnot. Um, I'm not sure. Um, I haven't gone into my ledger, so I'll be looking seeing if that has any you know any effect on on that so i will report back to you guys on that as well so anyway um, i wanted to go to um, ripple.com their insights is your bank basel 3 compliant and folks this was written um, back on december 8th 2015 um, we're almost looking at six years ago six years ago um, this article was written which is a two minute read from team ripple one of the biggest changes coming to the bank is a new rule called basel 3 and as the three implies, this is actually the third installment of Basel Accords, which are a set of rules created in response to the financial crisis in order to prevent future systemic bank failures. 
Basel III builds on Part 1 and Part 2 by focusing on protecting institutions during a bank run, which requires different levels of reserves for different kinds of deposits and debt. So I would assume a bank run is something like what you see in the market, like AMC, GM, uh, GameStop, uh, BlackBerry, Bed Bath & Beyond, um, those type of ones that are just running up the mark, market right now. So if you're paying attention to that, um, if you're, you're good at options trading, um, I think it is a good time to take advantage of that to pull market, to pull money out the market. Um, naturally, this crimps bank profitability, make it harder to um, for financial institutions to lever their balance sheets. Um, as KPMG explained in their 2011 Basel III report, increased capital requirements, increased cost of funding, and the need to recognize and deal with regulatory reform will put pressure on margins and operating capacity, and investor returns will likely decrease at a time when firms need to encourage enhanced investments to rebuild and restore buffers. Um, I believe when they're talking about buffers, I believe the buffers are, say for instance, uh, gold. Uh, gold will act as a buffer, so if there's some sort of uh, decrease um, in value or you come um, under you, you, you come under some loss or something like that, um, the gold will act as a buffer to um, help you uh, with the um, negative balance. How regulators have decided to categorize various assets will also have an impact on balance sheet requirements and capital markets and in the term of liquidity. And for instance, there's a huge difference between government debt, which is considered essentially risk-free, versus corporate debt, which is in turn relatively toxic. And this could make funding and working capital more expensive for companies. And perhaps the biggest challenges, however, will come down to reporting. Some of these folks are never audited and financial institutions are used to reporting quarterly, monthly, or at the worst daily. And in the future, the expectations will be real-time liquidity reporting. Okay, this is why we got the blockchain where everything is transparent, open, and honest, source, decentralized, and the likes. And it's hard to concretely say where or when since each jurisdiction will decide its own policies and timeline for Basel III implementation. And the current deadline was 2019, which already had multiple delays in their times. And as we know, June 28th is the day that we are looking forward to when gold becomes a tier one asset from a tier three asset. So it's bumping up two tiers. Okay, and we're looking forward to that. Um, that's where digitizing platforms can be such a boom, giving banks a snapshot of their liquidity situation at moment's notice, reducing reporting costs, but also boosting efficiency, which in turn allow better uses for the bank's balance sheet. And again, this is why uh, Basel 3 is very, very important. So go ahead and read the Basel report. Um, continue to uh, dive into that information as you um, get prepared to see what's about to unfold on uh, the 28th of May. So that's a, again, it's a good month and um, we're on pace to um, retire. Um, not literally retire, but um, it's just a figure of speech um, because at um, all costs, I, I would hope that everyone wants to uh, work for themselves and do for themselves um, because the only person that you um, can really depend on as the individual 
um, is yourself. Okay, there's going to be some loyal folks um, around. Um, you might have some loyal pets, things like that. But the only person that can really be loyal to uh, you is you. Um, so um, that's just how I look at it. Um, you, you, you can only disappoint yourself. And again, I always say that I am my own worst critic. So I, you know, I'm critical, but yet, you know, I'm, you know, cool enough to say, hey, let's just work on uh, changing a couple things, um, ironing some things out. So um, anyway, Ripple is making some waves and we'll go over this real quick article. Uh, Ripple making waves against the SEC, which is confusing crypto uh, rule book. And this was uh, today um, at 11.34 a.m. Ripple's remarkable dogfight with the Securities and Exchange Commission has taken a dramatic twist after the U.S. regulatory authority suffered a setback in its pursuit of the blockchain-based digital payment company. Now, folks, we already know Ripple is taking these folks to task. They have some of the smartest, brightest, and brilliant people um, that we know of in, um, in their uh, corner. Okay, and this is again a fight um, for you know fi financial uh, sovereignty, financial um, dominance, and um, I know these folks know what XRP will uh, do to them. Anyway, earlier this year, the defense case for the San Francisco firm had looked dead in the water, uh, but the tide may now be turning in Ripple's favor, according to some legal observers. The SEC filed its lawsuit a few days before Christmas 2020, claiming that its founders had illegally marketed its native XRP token to retail customers. I know that we've uh, gone over this multiple times, but I want to read what they are saying in the article because we don't want to miss anything because they... Um, say certain things and do certain things that we uh, don't want to overlook uh, by no means allowing the firm to raise business capital through its sale of an unregistered securities offering SEC prosecutors stated a failure to register sales was a violation of federal laws and they also claimed that uh, Chairman Christian Larson and CEO Brad Garlinghouse orchestrated personal unregistered sales uh, to the value of $600 million. And at the time, Garland House branded the case as an assault on crypto at large, saying that the SEC fundamentally is wrong as a matter of law and fact, before reaffirming earlier statements that the founders would consider uprooting their California headquarters and move the operation to another country. Now, six months on and after a series of bruising battles, it appears the odds are now in Ripple's favor. Two days ago, the latest ruling in the case that Judge Sarah Netburn slapped the SEC down after it demanded to see evidence of Ripple's legal advice over the security status of XRP going back to its launch in 2013. However, the judge has denied the SEC saying Ripple assets are asserts that the SEC requested communication are protected by the attorney-client privilege, which has not been waived move in uh, Ripple's favor. Um, the move in Ripple's favor now adds weight to its defense. A fair notice, which argues that prosecuting authorities failed to provide any warning against the firm's actions prior to the lawsuit being filed. And this says that the legal commentator Clive Braben could easily be turning the tide. 
uh, turning point of the entire case, which he believes has now swung in the favor of Garling House and um, Chris Larson. The Judge Nett Burns ruling here could well be the key moment throughout the whole action, he explained, and the SEC has now hit a brick wall in its pursuit of access to documents that Ripple's lawyers maintain are confidential, something which is now supported by law. And it's a very important point, and one which now places a great deal on emphasis on their notice defense, which could yet make or break this whole case. So again, folks, this is the month of June. We got a lot of exciting things coming up. Tomorrow we got the meeting of the Sunshine Act, which is the 3rd of June at 3.15 p.m. I'm not sure if that's Eastern time, but I'm pretty sure uh, we're going to be checking that out, getting some information on that. And then again, um, you also have um, the uh, Green Swan event um, that's taking uh, place. And then, uh, you know, we have so much more stuff coming up. So, guys, we um, are filling our month of June up uh, on the calendar books. Pay attention. These are not predictions. These are some things that we just need to keep our eye on so we can stay in tune to uh, what's taking place, um, not only in the financial sector, but um, all around us and how um, there might be a swift um, resolution and judgment to all of this unbeknownst to us. It could be in the night. Um, it could be um, when we wake up in the morning, boom, we're um, in good shape, in good position, and everybody's happy. But we will be checking back with you on this channel all the time. Anyway, folks, have a great rest of your Wednesday. We're midweek. Continue to uh, push forward to the weekend so we can get to do something fun, new, and exciting. Continue to dip your um, eyeballs into some information so you can put it in your brain, kind of go over it. Um, excuse me, things like that. Um, it's important. Excuse me that we um, continue to try to um, educate ourselves as best as possible. Not saying that we're not educated. I'm just saying that we need to become more um, educated when it comes to um, this type of information. Um, trying to um, not only um, talk about it, but we need to uh, practice it because, you know, when you are talking to um, folks, you want to know what you're kind of talking about and um, things like that. And so I hope I know what I'm talking about. Um, I hope that you um, continue to um, come back for more videos and more information as I continue to uh, dig. And um, you guys are all the reason for uh, me doing the digging. So thank you again for hitting the subscribe button, the like button, the thumbs up, and the rumble. And for those who are listening to me on the podcast, um, I thank you for that as well. Um, anyway, guys, take care. God bless. And as always, treat everyone with class, dignity, and respect. Bye-bye. Thank you.